This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Welcome to the Mental Fitness Podcast with psychologist, author and speaker Colette Smart. This is a podcast designed to equip you with the tools and techniques to help you navigate through some of the unique issues we are all facing during the coronavirus crisis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Mental Fitness Podcast. This is Colette Smart. Today I'm chatting about how to navigate everyone being at home or housebound in a confined space during this time. We find ourselves like this most of the day, I think. As both a psychologist and a teacher, I'm navigating this terrain too. I'm trying to work, my husband is at home working. As are my children, I've got a son doing uni, a daughter doing her year 12, and I've got a primary school child. And I feel like I'm constantly changing hats between being a parent, a teacher to my youngest, delivering uni lectures via Zoom a few days a week to my uni students, and I'm consulting online as a psychologist. You will all be wearing your own hats too, so it will look different to me. But I realize that we all face different challenges and joys, whether we're living as a couple or your housemates or your parents with children living together so constantly at the moment. We're all going to face different dynamics in the way that we deal with this. To quote Julie Gottman from the Gottman Institute, she said, with coronavirus shutting off our normal escape valves, how do we release the lid and turn off the heat before our relationship has all but melted down? I would add to that, how might we also contribute to each other's mental fitness this week? So how can we do this? Well, I thought we could really start by having our own agreed upon family or household routines. I talk about routines a lot because they are vital to mental health. Try and keep your routine as stable as possible most days, but then expect it to go pear-shaped some days too. If you're spending more time with one another, I think it's important that we try to give family members or housemates as much space as they say that they need If you can establish boundaries for, uh, say, my space versus our space, uh, that will look different in each household. You might need to find a space for yourself at times where you will be able to just collect yourself. Uh, If it for you looks like sitting in your car alone on the driveway, that might be the place you need for a little bit uh, to listen to a podcast or music or just sit and read. You may even consider developing a signal for family members that indicates that you need alone time. So the signal might be as simple as uh, something hanging on the outside of your door or a certain place you go and sit, like in the car, where your housemates or your children know when you are there or when they are there, that is their space. So please don't interrupt for a certain period of time. But besides the practical things, I think it's important to keep our relationship healthy and, again, expect difficult days. And then when you've had a bad day, move on from these. It's going to happen. You're going to have days where people are going to crash and people are going to feel frustrated and angry uh, and 
just when uncertainty happens for all of us, that often comes out in different ways. But try to move on from those. And I think it's important to work on looking for what your family members or your housemates are doing right, rather than just what they're doing wrong. So say thank you more times than you growl about what others aren't doing, even for something as simple as making a cup of tea or putting a load in the dishwasher, that might have been their job anyway, but just thank you goes a long way. If you're a parent, you'll be modeling gratitude by doing this also. Even if it's on your child's chore list, it just models that we're all appreciative of each other and that it's, it's wonderful to feel appreciated. Healthy families look for positive traits in others. So healthy families work hard to ban criticism and contempt from their vocabulary during the day. So again, as adults, we model and discourage calling each other unkind names or rolling your eyes and scoffing. Uh, Now, this is not to say this won't happen with children, but it is important to call it out uh, and encourage different behavior. We need to also expressing what we do need rather than just what we resent. So people often don't know in your home what you need. Sometimes you won't realize what your housemate needs or what your children need from you uh, in terms of space or quiet time or alone time uh, or, or needing people to contribute. People can't read your mind just as you can't read somebody else's mind. And so we need to actually make a time when we can talk through some of our needs. Housemates and families and couples can spend time in the evenings uh, doing something like stress-reducing conversations. So around uh, a coffee or your dinner, uh, let people just vent or talk about the highs and lows of the day without the rest of the members trying to solve anything. Just letting the person feel heard about what they enjoyed uh, working online or or when they went to the shop or even struggling uh, now that their job has come to an end. Let people talk through what's happening for them so that they can feel like they are being listened to. If you're a parent, uh, when you have more than one child, having siblings spending too much time together is often a recipe for conflict. And goodness, are our children spending a lot of time together now. So allow your children and even assign for your children separate play uh, or downtime chill activities that they don't have to be together all of the time, particularly if you have one child who's more of an introvert and one who's an extrovert, allowing your introverted child to have time and space on their own. Uh, This is also not a time to be overly strict with screen time if you're a parent. Now, this is not uh, to say that I recommend you don't keep up uh, with ratings and looking at the content that your children are watching and certainly not with our young teens and primary age children that we let devices uh, go into bedrooms. But what I mean is It's okay to relax some of the rules around a little bit more screen time and particularly with our young people. Our teenagers need time to socialize and that has been taken away from our young people in terms of face-to-face contact. And so we need to just give them time to connect with their friends over, over social media or games Gaming can be a very good source of connection even for our little children uh, as long as that's also done in a public space. Also ensure that our children are getting lots of sunshine and exercise. Uh, My husband 
encourages my youngest son to go with him and walk the dog every day. Uh, you might do something like encourage your child to have some time outside on the trampoline or kicking a ball in the garden. You could designate time that you feel needs to be exercise time. There's some fabulous online videos uh, by PE instructors that you can follow with your child and encourage them to do exercise. Adults also, you don't have to serve your children all day long. Uh, this is not suddenly a hotel. Uh, you can set chores. Uh, your chore routine might have changed and readjusted now because everybody has to pitch in in different ways with all of you being home. Then I think it's also vital that in all of our homes, uh, whether you're a, a couple or a family, that you focus on activities that create warm warmth and safety, that you have some fun times planned in the household, uh, times when you can play board games or you eat a meal outside or you light a fire. We noticed one of our neighbours last night took his uh, fire drum that he usually does in a fire pit outside and he put it outside on his driveway and he and his family were sitting out there still, you know, enough social distance for when people are walking past. But people walking the neighbourhood just noticed and it was just, it was beautiful to see. Touch and hug each other in the same household. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of physical distancing we have to adhere to and for many people, uh, they still need touch and they still need certain types of touch or hugs that speak their love language. So ask your family members or your household members what speaks their language and communicate warmth and affection during this time. And then, of course, find some humor. There are hundreds of toilet paper memes that we can find. I try and do a daily dose of humor on my Facebook page because it normalizes what we're all going through. It normalizes anxiety uh, that we're all in this together. So to finish where I started, Julie Gottman says, we need each other more than ever, especially those we live with. Let's cultivate a little more kindness between us today. If you've found this episode of the Mental Fitness Podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could leave a rating and review and don't forget to subscribe. Please join us next episode where Colette will be sharing more great tools and techniques. See you then. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.